We are all worthy, strong, and committed, and we are ready to go beyond our own limitations. Welcome back, my friends and loved ones, to the Rebel Minded Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, with my co-host, Thor, of course, and I'm here as a friend, a creator, a powerlifter, and a provocateur. And we are here to learn to question the one thing that keeps us from our best, ourselves. Join me as we dive deep to question and strengthen our communication and our vulnerability, create a healthier mind to commit to our goals, and how to give more to our lovers and the world. We're going to face the uncomfortable truths of what it means to be authentically and uniquely flawed, but awesome humans. So, let's get rebel-minded. Also, I'll bring in stories of all things powerlifting, Thor shenanigans, and probably some embarrassing mishaps. Let's do this. Hello. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the RMP. This is your host, Zach. And what the hell was that? What did I just say? Did I just give my name out with an accent? I don't know. Um, I'm a little high today. I'm drinking a Zients. Um, If you are a health freak, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's probably the healthiest energy drink out there. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, we'll see who figures out about this. I have somebody that might be upset. <laughs> <laughs> they knew I was drinking one of these. Too late, out in public. Um, how have you guys done this week? I am not going to have a guest this week, unfortunately. I apologize. I do have some really amazing, influential people that I have coming up, probably from realms of the world that you wouldn't expect to be on this podcast, but it's not about whether they be, they believe what I do. It's about the way that they think and the way they decide to be rebel-minded and do things their own way and have found their own their own individu- individuality and uh, attack their own lifestyles and aspirations. So there will be some people coming up, um, people I'm super, super stoked about for you to hear as our guest list gets a little bit more colorful. But uh, how are you guys doing this week? I hope it's been fucking amazing. I took this complete week off from training, strength training, because I've just been exhausted mentally and physically, and I think that I needed to let go of some things to bring myself back into... A uh, position of uh, reality and um, making sure my body is is ready. And um, hopefully I'm going to be competing in about eight weeks, but I have to get back to it. I'm going to start training again. If this comes out tomorrow, I will also be training tomorrow. So tomorrow, which is Saturday. So I hope everybody out there is doing awesome shit. I hope everybody's training really hard. I hope you're reading books. I hope you're finding your individuality. I hope you're finding answers to all these questions um and it's good to it's good to be back on here um sometimes we can have such an abrupt set of things happen in our lives and we get discouraged and we dislike and doubt and maybe even resent what we do and i've done that with this podcast full disclosure i have had times where i don't know what to do with this you know i'm not I'm not a genius. Um, I have a hard time, just like anybody else. But whenever I step back in and I get to come into my little space where I have my Rebel banner and I have my mic, my lovely little mic, and I sit in the dark, it makes me feel enclosed and it makes me feel comfortable. It makes me feel encompassed with safety, if that sounds... It's odd, but I love it. I love it. And I hope you guys are doing the things and I hope you guys have a space where you can retreat and whether it be a space to do your work 
or whether it be a space where you relax, I hope you have something like that. But I want to get on to this new question. Um, uh, what else can I tell you guys? I've got my office pretty well, studio, pretty well set up to the best of my ability. I've got a few more things I want to add, some art. Um, Thor is doing amazing. He doesn't even act like an 11-year-old. He's like, actually, he's four or five. He's doing fantastic. Uh, trying to accept fall. I know that uh, that's hard for a select few of us out there, but besides that, I'm doing awesome. I'm ready to step into this next week. I'm ready to step into some new relationship things and some new discomfort, uh, uncomfortable zones. I hope you guys are too. So let's get to this episode. This is episode 80 on why can't we hold on to relationships? Let's fucking go. Why do you guys think we have such a difficult time maintaining relationships? What keeps us from sustaining this long forever that everybody seems to really want with another person? Is it is it really just a fantasy? Is there something from our biology and evolution that keeps us from maintaining long-term relationships? Or is it something that stands in our own way? Is it because of us? ourselves or is it because of society i don't really know is it because the pressures we have and the inability to tackle so many obligations at once at any point in time in our lives is it because of that pressure there definitely seems to be a deep desire for long-term commitments i know that i feel that so i'm wondering if that is conditioned off our stories that we've been told that to find one love is the ultimate success that the only reason that we struggle over and over is because we haven't yet found our quote-unquote one or our soulmate? Or is there truth to soulmates and monogamy? There are several examples in the animal kingdom of pairs, animals that mate for life, but is that even enough to prove that we should pair off? Is that is that us? Is that the human part of evolution? Are we like these animals? To be honest... I still don't even know. And there's so many differentiating opinions out there and, and, and facts between religion and science and evolution and our biology and psychology and uh, our emotions. And like, there's just so much out there that I think we really have to decide for ourselves. We really have to decide on what it is that we want as individuals and be able to commit with that without feeling judged or judging ourselves so many things influence us it could be nature or by society like i said culture and religion so many things tell us a different fucking story and they all try to claim that it is true or that whatever their story is true and maybe the only way we can know the truth is by knowing ourselves like i said and asking the world for it without shame i mean dude I had enough of my own challenges with my relationships. Most of them seemed to end for reasons that I didn't even really get. There was no closure, or it was really my inability to accept that I had hurt someone, my highly developed need to be innocent maybe. But when I look back on a few of these relationships, what really seemed to happen is that I never really decided on what I wanted. I found myself bending to the needs and wants of a relationship and another person that were far from who I actually was. So was it my fault for all of the endings? I mean, 
yeah, I, yeah. Regardless of who did what, I've taken it upon myself to really take responsibility for pretty much everything that I've endured. For the pure sake of making sure I wasn't blaming other people and shirking responsibility and learning my own fucking lessons. Because to avoid responsibility also means to give up control. If you can't be blamed, then I think that also means that you are harmless. And to be harmless, you basically have to be unable to act. And if you're unable to act, then you're probably a fucking vegetable. So blame away if you want to. But then you're under the world's control because you don't take responsibility and you don't change the way that you do things. So take responsibility for mistakes. Take responsibility for fuck-ups. Take responsibility for the pain that you caused someone and the pain that you caused yourself or else it's never going to change. But back to my point or the point that I'm trying to make, I guess, I think that the inability to be responsible meant that I was always in expectation of my partners being the ones who needed to fix a situation, who needed to apologize, who needed to see where they weren't meeting me to just completely understand me like they can read my brain and know how to stay stay out of my way when I'm after something, but give me the things that I wanted from them. Things like sex, unconditional affection, holding me when times were tough, and to not bother the fuck out of me when I was irritated. What I wasn't being then was being attentive of my partner's own needs. Me not being empathetic. Their stories, their emotional waves. I wasn't being masculine either. I wasn't being strong and foundational. I wasn't being decisive and courageously making moves. I wasn't holding them physically and emotionally when they needed a pair of strong arms and a strong mind to break against whenever they felt like they were in chaos. I wasn't even seeing them. I wasn't seeing their pain. And I didn't know empathy and patience and presence when all they needed me to do was give them time and listen. And when I really think about it, I was selfish as fuck. I was so worried about my gym sessions and staying in shape and making money and having sex so I could feel better about myself and paying for all my toys and parts for my toys and you know having time to go play, which most of the time did not include them. I was doing the minimum for any relationship to just stay afloat. I made excuses that I was not creative enough to have cool dating ideas, so I left it to them. I made excuses that we couldn't save money for travel when really I was blowing it on material things. I made excuses that I couldn't give them the attention they wanted because I was too stressed when really I was too scared to look like an idiot for what I didn't know. I definitely don't think this pertains to just men, but I do think us men get so wrapped up in ourselves, we are truly and completely unaware of the people that want to care for us and see the potential for us to care for them. And most of the time, we have a lot more power and ability than we think we do. And a little blame does have to be spread to a society that keeps us on edge and distracted so much. But even there, we should be wise enough to understand that our time and the time we spend with others is under our complete control. So really, I guess I found two lessons in my past relationships that have turned me into someone new. Number one, excuses are a part of the toxic masculine. Our ability to be men encompasses our capability to give space and attention to the feminine. The feminine in ourselves and the feminine in our partners. And number two, 
I better be really fucking clear on what I want. We all want attention and love and sex, but if you're someone who doesn't want a conventional long-term relationship, then don't commit to one just to get attention and love and sex. Be intentional about what you want. Say it out loud, and I guarantee you'll find other people that think like you do. Ultimately, I think our biggest reason for having repeat failures in our relationships has a lot more to do with ourselves than the other person. The more we try to be something we're not, the more we fear being real in our relationships because we know deep down we attracted them with something we don't even believe in ourselves. The less we know about ourselves, the more bullshit we have to make up to be attractive, and the less we live our true intentions and values, the more we attract someone who we shouldn't be fucking around with because they aren't what we truly want. So do we even know what we truly want if we don't know ourselves? Do we know what we want our relationship to be if we don't know ourselves? Is there really any purpose in having a relationship if we don't know ourselves? Do we expect relationships to be perfect and awesome and parallel if we don't know ourselves? I don't think so. Not for me anyway. And I won't carry anybody else into an investment and a commitment without us understanding who each other are and us knowing our boundaries and us knowing our individual goals and us having compatibility and wasting my time and theirs. So maybe that's why we can't hold on to relationships. You tell me. Until then, I love you, friends. This is your host, Zach. Out. What up, humans? Are you a powerlifter too? Then why are we not friends? Actually, if you're any athlete, get yourself over here. I need some friends. As an athlete who has goals, I do my best to give my body what it needs to hit my powerlifting numbers. And a 500-pound deadlift is a formidable opponent. And cage muscle supplements are what I rely on to help me hit those goals. Cage Muscle is the cleanest and most effective product line I've ever used for supplementation, and I've been lifting forever. I never feel like my heart will implode and never feel like anything I take is doing absolutely nothing like so many other supplements out there. I train better, I recover better, and I sleep better due to the Caged Muscle products that I use. And to get where I want to go in fitness, Cage will always be my go-to. I don't want to sell you on Cage Muscle. I want you to feel the difference. I want you to feel Cage Muscle for yourself. So if you're looking for trying something new and very effective in your supplementation routine, make sure to get 15% off when you use my code HAMSTER15 at checkout. That's H-A-M-S-T-E-R-15 when you check out. Let's go hit some numbers, shall we? Hey guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.